0: From WDBM East Lansing, this is The Undercurrent, a bi-weekly news feature show produced by students at Michigan State University, showcasing our own student stories. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to The Undercurrent. You are listening to season 14, episode four, and I'm your host, Claire Baccarella. Today's guest is a Michigan State University senior studying business. He has been successful as a content creator on TikTok With over 300,000 followers and 14 million likes on the platform. Everyone, please welcome Nick Cox. Hi, Nick. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: First of all, can you tell us how you got started with making videos on TikTok?
1: Yeah, so I started right after high school uh, about four years ago. And my sister kind of showed me some, like just some videos on the platform. And I thought, whoa, that's kind of, they were kind of clever and kind of confusing. So I was like, I want to learn more about this. So I made some videos and they ended up. Some, they didn't really do that good at first but after like a few times and i kind of started enjoying it more and it just kind of took from the, took off from there
0: yeah so what type of content do you like to post on tiktok
1: so i mostly stick to the niche of uh, uh i'm in college right now obviously so i like to make like college related comedy videos so just stuff that relates to other college students around the country uh anything from like midterms to finals to just normal going out on the weekends
0: so what's your ultimate goal for your TikTok page? Do you ever see yourself pursuing TikTok full-time or anything like that?
1: Yeah, that's I don't really know yet. So I, obviously I'm still in school right now. Uh, I've been doing TikTok my, all four years. Um, I really don't know where it want, I'm going to take it or what I want to do with it, but I've been able to just do so much with it the past four years that I, it, I just want to keep doing it. It'd be a shame to just stop after school. So I definitely see myself as of now, most likely just getting some sort of a part-time job or some job outside of school and then keep doing a TikTok as like a little hobby or like side gig. So like I said, no clue really what I want to do with it yet, but I do want to grow it and I do want to make it into something a lot bigger than it already is. Um, w- what that is right now, I'm not sure, but
0: yeah. Yeah, so why did you choose to go to MSU?
1: Um, so I'm originally from Chicago. I uh just am very like, and I'm also very, like, like, to be close to family. So Michigan State was probably one of the best options for me because, one, it's uh, in driving distance. It's only three and a half hours from Chicago. And I really, really like their business program here, which is what I'm going to school for. So, um, you know, just that the campus is also gorgeous. So the business school, the campus, and just being close to home, it was just the perfect fit.
0: Can you talk about any skills maybe you learned in your business class or just here at MSU that have helped with your TikTok? Can you think of anything?
1: Yeah, so one class I took my sophomore year was Marketing two hundred and fifty, and that class um, it was online, so it was a little kind of more difficult to learn. But on it, but um, the one thing I really took away was just how to like really talk to people and network with people, and that's honestly been one of my best one of the best things i've been doing like throughout the years and i've just been meeting so many people networking writing emails and just working with people from all over the country and just like it's been really great and then i'm also in some uh a digital marketing class right now which is kind of more so what i'm into what i want to go into um and that's just teaching me a bunch of stuff on the back end of uh digital marketing so we're learning about like uh google analytics and we're doing a bunch of stuff with like Just like how to like social media marketing and all that other stuff, which is also really something I'm interested in. So I think I'm like, I don't know, I'm really enjoying the classes I'm in right now and it's just great.
0: Yeah, awesome. So I know you have a TikTok series where you cross things off your bucket list. You've gotten a haircut from an NYC barber and you visited the Juice World Memorial in Chicago. Do you have any plans to continue that series and what will you be crossing off next?
1: Yeah, I actually have some stuff in the works right now with it. Um, Nothing that's posted yet, but um i definitely want to i don't know if i could if i have the opportunity to do stuff that i really want to do uh and if i could also record it for other people to see like you know just to share with people i would do that so i've i travel a lot um i go to like uh california i like you know just travel around the country because i um just know people so i try to do things that you know aren't so out of the or aren't so uh uh are kind of out of the ordinary and um you know, things that not many people do, and I just like to share that with people. So I have some stuff in the works. Um, I've been to some, uh, uh, like, movie sets. I've been up, hiked up some mountains. Uh, none of that stuff's on there yet, but yeah, coming soon.
0: Awesome. So I know you also make a lot of cooking content and food content. Can you give our listeners any tips on how to cook as broke college students?
1: <laughs> yeah, so that whole series, I'm kind of just, like, it's, it's a lot of it's satire but it's pretty true because that's literally what i'm eating for dinner that night but um honestly the best thing to do is just one get is to buy your own groceries not go out all the time uh buying your own food is just like one cheaper two you can make it last so much longer for leftovers or anything like that and also just getting creative that's literally what i do so like i'll have instances where i don't have one thing for a recipe if i'm make, let's say i'm making like chicken and i don't have uh breadcrumbs or anything like that i'll like mash up some uh, chips or figure something out just to make it creative and like use up the food I have and save money in the process. So uh, obviously ramen's a good one too. But, <laughs> Always. But yeah, it's just getting creative and, uh, you know, getting thinking outside the box.
0: Yeah, so what are some opportunities that you have had because of your platform and your big following on TikTok?
1: Um, I've been able to work with some amazing people and ma- some amazing companies. Um, I've been uh, able to like, honestly, with COVID and everything that's happened these past few years, I've been able to travel since we've been online for some of it. So I've been able to like go places that I never thought I'd go. I was in Hawaii uh, twice last year, which I never thought I'd ever visit there. I am was able to just meet a ton of people from all over the either TikTokers or just like other people that are in the industry. I've been able to meet them, network with them and just like learn so much, which has honestly helped me out so much as well. And honestly, I'm, I just like traveling and I think just having the freedom to do that and then also to, you know, kind of like work or like be productive while you're traveling is just one of the things I really liked and one of the probably most valuable things I, I found out of it.
0: So, Auburn University recently imposed a TikTok ban on their campus. What would you do if the app was banned here at MSU?
1: Um, oh, that's a tough one. I really hope that doesn't happen, but I I really would have no control over it at the end of the day so i would probably just adapt and move to something else i already uh have been like i've i have like my instagram account that i've also been like boosting up and i know they just introduced reels so i would probably just move to that and i'd also probably move to like youtube and snapchat because they all have like similar features now like tiktok so i would just i like i said you can't really do anything about it if they do ban it but i would just adapt and overcome it
0: so can you tell us about when and how your account blew up and kind of got as big as it is now and what your reaction was?
1: Yeah, so, uh, like I said, I started four years ago. I was making videos, uh, I, okay, so I, I was taking summer classes and I was just really checking out the summer, I wasn't paying attention, I wasn't doing anything, but I would just um, think of video ideas all day in my classes and I would, uh, when I, on my ride home, I would drive and I would just start making videos. And I had this one series that was called What Places Should Be Called? And that's the first one that kind of took off because I would just drive around strip malls or drive around like the mall and I would just like make funny jokes about the names of stores. And, you know, that kind of took off and people really resonated with it.
0: What was your biggest viral video you've had so far?
1: Oh, I I do. I think I have one video that has like 1.1 million likes and it's probably got like 10. I don't know. I don't really know what the view count is, but... It was pretty much a video. Uh, I filmed it while I was in New York, and it was, it was like a, it was a joke about, you know, main characters in TV shows and how you think they're gonna get together, like you know, it was like Rachel and Ross from Friends, or like Sam and Freddie from My and I just made a joke at the end about uh, if you've ever seen the show Good Luck Charlie, it was uh, Gabe and Mrs. Dabney. It was like, oh yeah, they were totally gonna. <laughs> But, yeah, that one has the most uh, likes, I think, at the moment. Um, but, yeah, that was that was a good time.
0: So can you talk a little bit about your plans and your career goals for after graduating from MSU?
1: Yeah, so <laughs> that's, like, just what my parents want to ask me, too. But <laughs> I'm very – it's kind of up in the air, if I'm going to be honest. But, like I said, I really enjoy the TikTok thing. and I really just enjoy the digital marketing space in general. And I definitely see myself going into that for, like, a full-time career um i also just have a i also have like a like a niche or like a i really enjoy like warehouse work as well because i was originally going to be a supply chain major here so i really like the operations and like the um what what's that word like uh the manufacturing process of like factories and stuff so i really like that but i think i'm more fitted for digital marketing uh and i'm looking for like opportunities in chicago afterwards for that
0: so do you ever get hate comments, and then how do you deal with that?
1: Yeah, I get I get a fair share of my fair share of uh, comments online like that, and honestly, the best thing to do is just like to think about who's sen- sending it and just who's like you know what you know what their goal is and their goal is to for you to see it and to feel down about it and you know I don't really try to give them ever that power like I never try to take it that seriously like it's still I read them and I still like feel bad about them. But, you know, you just like got to move on and realize that you're just doing your thing. And, you know, everyone else is just doing their thing and just not to focus that much on it.
0: What advice would you give to others who are aspiring content creators on TikTok and want to build a platform?
1: Um, it take, I'd probably say it takes like a lot of patience and a lot of um, you got to stick with it, because like, honestly, like I said, I've been doing this for four years and I've had my fair share of friends who've done it, who've fallen off, who just stopped doing it, moved on, and I also know people that have continued to do it and have just been doing so well with it and are able to, like, move out of their parents' house and just, like, start their whole life and just, like, kind of, like, do what they want to do. So you really just got to you just gotta be patient with it. And it's not going to be a good day every day. But, you know, the days that are good, you got to appreciate those and, like, work with it. Because it's, it's not really, not to say it's not in your control, but, you know, it's an app that you... You know, if a video goes viral, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you just got to keep trying and you just got to, like, continue to work at it.
0: Yeah. So are you involved with any student clubs or organizations here on campus? Like, what do you do in your free time as a student here?
1: Um, honestly, right now, I'm not really involved in that much. My freshman year, I was in the wrestling club, but uh, my freshman year is also the year COVID happened. So that kind of didn't last that long. Uh, I've always in a few business clubs as well. Um, I was in uh, Broad Leadership my freshman year. I've been to a few of their meetings in the past, like after freshman year, but not as of recently. But right now, I'm just kind of um, enjoying my last year. I'm I'm here for one more semester, so I'm just kind of enjoying my time with my friends, getting my classes done, keeping on my, like, you know, social media grind. Uh, I'm just kind of just enjoying the moment because I know it's in a few months, it's just not going to be here anymore.
0: So... What would you say is your secret to success on TikTok? And do you have any tips for going viral that you can give us?
1: Yeah, so um, my secret would probably be, I'm just like, I try to be just authentic. I try to be myself. I try to just like, I don't take myself too seriously on it. And I just want people to laugh. That's all I really want. So I don't care. I'm not posting thirst traps. I'm not doing any of that stuff. So I'm just trying to be creative and funny. And that's kind of just what I think has made me So successful, I guess, on it. And people just like resonate with that. Um, And for tips for going viral, I would say probably the best thing to do is if you go on your For You page and you scroll a little bit and you notice a sound is uh, trending or you keep seeing a certain sound on your thing or a trend, I would definitely recommend using that sound or doing that trend because the platform would actually push that probably a little bit more than other videos. Uh, Otherwise like hashtags and just like kind of, I don't know, just like being yourself again, just authentic, because that's what really does it.
0: So, how any of the skills you have learned from using TikTok help you to be successful in a potential career?
1: Yeah, like I said, I've networked a lot with uh, it. I've been able to meet a lot of people and just like learn things from them. But uh, another thing I've just done is kind of I've it in a sense. It's more so an entrepreneurial mindset. So I'm te- I'm the one that like runs all my stuff. I negotiate. I do all this stuff. I send out emails. I recruit. I pitch myself to companies. So, like, it's taught me a lot with that. Um, I've also, like I I'm taking some classes right now to learn a little bit more of the back-end stuff in digital marketing. So, I'm trying to acquire those skills as well so I can actually, you know, just, like, work in that setting after school. But more so, it's just, like, you no, know, it's, like, having the confidence that, you know, you can do it. And I think that's probably the most important thing of all is knowing that you can do what you put your mind to. And even if it's not like it could translate to anything from a job to like working for yourself or even just getting good grades. Like if you put your mind to it, you can do it. And that's probably the biggest takeaway I've gotten from it.
0: Is there any certain thing that drives and inspires you to be creative and to make these videos on TikTok?
1: Yeah. So, um, first I probably, I honestly like it when people just like, laugh and enjoy the videos like I'll have friends especially when I first started my friends would come up to me and like that video you posted was so funny like it had me on the floor laughing like and that really is probably the main aspect I just like to make people laugh and like I've gotten a lot of texts and emails from people that watch me and they're just saying that you know how the videos like help them out when they're in a bad place or they help bring lift them up or you know it's like a, a little bit of light in their day sometimes because you know everyone's going through their own stuff but I really just like it I it's honestly just taught me a lot. And like I said, I've been doing this for four years. And I've been just like, I've learned so much. And I think it's just something that I'm really happy I did. And it's a very valuable skill. And I'm, I'm never ashamed of it. I used to be ashamed of it in the past, like, because it was kind of had a different stigma back then. But now I'm very, like, happy and proud that I like have been doing this and like, devoting my energy to it over the years.
0: So looking back at your time on TikTok, was there a certain moment that you can look back on? And in that moment, you kind of realized how successful you've become or realized how much your account has blown up? Like, I saw that you were on famous birthdays. And to see something like that is like, whoa, I'm on famous birthdays. Like, did you have a moment like that?
1: Yeah. So uh, when I first started off, all my friends back at home were like seeing my videos on their page and they were looking at my account and just seeing the numbers go up. And uh, I really didn't think of it that much. I didn't think much of it back then. I was just like, oh, it's just for fun, whatever, whatever. And then, um, my freshman year here, I would occasionally get recognized on campus and people would like notice me when I was out and, uh, we would talk and I was like, oh, maybe this is a little bit bigger than I thought it was. And, uh, honestly, yeah, it's kind of, I still don't really comprehend that. Like, it's that, like, I, it's honestly kind of just a number to me. I forget that it's like, that's, those are people that like know me and like watch me. I kind of just forget that sometimes, but like, seeing myself on Famous Birthdays, like you said, I, that's kind of the moment where I was, like, whoa, like, people, this is, like, kind of serious, like, this is kind of crazy, but I just really, um, I just enjoy what I'm doing, and, like, I just, like, do it for fun, and I'd like to get people to, like, laugh along with it.
0: Do you ever feel a sense of pressure to succeed or grow on the platform, and how do you deal with that pressure?
1: Yeah, so that's, that's, that's one of the downsides, like, technically you are working for yourself so if you don't put like if you have like a bad week or a bad day like that translates into you not doing that well because you're not like you're not doing it for yourself and you know I got things going on I I have school right now I have like a social life here I try to keep everything in its perspective in its own category I don't try to like you know but like some people I know that just like do this all day and they have friends that do it all day I kind of look at them and I'm a little like dang like I I just feel pressure to like do as well. And I feel like I'm sometimes never doing enough with it or I'm not doing, or I should be doing more because yeah, it just sometimes it feels like that.
0: Yeah, and altogether, what would you say is your biggest takeaway from your success on TikTok and your time on the platform?
1: Um, My biggest takeaway, uh, I would probably say, kind of going back to that confidence thing. um, It's kind of just like, honestly, the biggest takeaway I would have to say is, you know, at the end of the day, you can go to college, you cannot go to college, you can honestly do whatever you want, because like you have a life to live. But you just shouldn't limit yourself to anything. Like there's so many ways to be successful out there. And there's so many ways to make money. And there's so many just different ways to do things. There's no textbook definition on what a person should do to be successful and happy in their life. And I think that People, some people just don't realize that, especially in high school. Uh, There's like just such a push to get everyone to college and everyone to do this thing. And like I talk to people from my high school nowadays, and nobody even knows what they're doing. Like nobody knows what's going on. I've, like it's just like, I don't know. You, what I'm saying is though, you don't really need, you don't need to go the normal route to be successful or happy. And that's kind of what I learned over this course because I've, I feel like, I've been way more successful with everything I've been doing on TikTok than actual school which is kind of bad to say, but it's the truth.
0: Well, thank you, Nick, for joining us today, and good luck with your future endeavors.
1: No, thank you for having me.
0: And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and program director, McKenna Louds. See you next time on The Undercurrent. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you are interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on, you can tune back in at 1030 every other Sunday, and we will see you back here. You've been listening to The Undercurrent.